I think um, that thing you sent me asking about why Kevin Smith uh, is out of character in the uh, in the uh, clerk's poster is because he talked about at the time. I'm sorry to give a serious answer to that joke tweet, but um, <laughs> at the time, he uh, his whole thing was that he wanted to make a movie with that his face was in and he he had a poster of that he could point to and say like i made that there i am um and i forget why i know this (laughs) that sounds like a stupid reason i get it i mean but i don't have any well i do have one poster but i'm not in it i don't know but i mean he's like 30 years into his career this is for the original clerks oh the original oh that's right that's right that's yeah, right. I, I think that was a fair. It was a cute thing. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought he was talking about the third one, which I haven't seen. How is it? It's not bad. Um, it's not Rank great. them. What? Rank them. Rank them? <sighs> I don't know. They're all like completely... It's real. It's weird in that they're all the same film, especially the first and third one, but they're all insanely different films because in clerks three he just does all this insane shit like like his muse his obsession with music cues has gotten out of control it's like there's like 50 fucking songs in that movie Uh, yeah just like every three minutes there's another music cue and just like like at the end uh when randall's staring off like looking like satisfied with his life with like his life despite everything that's happened it's like there's like a like five seconds there we were like oh okay he's gonna let this moment just like resonate and then just straight into a fucking stupid ass folk song about a uh, jersey girls or whatever oh, man. Fucking <laughs> soul collective or whoever the fuck he puts in his movies yeah it's um it's wild and there's some funny stuff but uh he it's just like constant whiplash with all the trauma shit um they're just like in the middle of scenes and all of a sudden it's just like oh randall will just not randall uh, dante will just remember that his wife's dead and her and their baby and it's just like immediately just pulls you out with another music cue too who's his wife rosario dawson yeah she's dead before the film starts oh that's great i don't and it made me crazy that she came back for a flashback, but like, couldn't, she, but not, why couldn't they do like a normal, like, why, like, was it a huge plot point that she was dead? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess, like, I feel. Oh, I'm sorry, go on. No, I just feel like if you have Rosario Dawson, like, I just assumed they made her dead because they couldn't get Rosario Dawson, but then yeah. they did. So. That's what I thought too, but no, she shows up like four or five times maybe as like a ghost kind of like a trauma ghost <laughs> I, I don't know maybe he's just starting to admit that like he can't write for women <laughs> <laughs> what what if we make them a lesbian who turns str- who turns straight for another yeah. guy this this brand new human that he's invented <laughs> um i didn't even uh, my friend john was saying that uh he thought at one point when um, Dante starts flipping out at Randall for talking about his heart attack constantly, uh, I, I didn't realize that Kevin Smith himself had a heart attack. So now it all makes sense. Okay. Uh, so there's this one scene where Dante starts flipping out on Randall. It's like, you can't just make everything about your fucking heart attack. Like uh, he, he thought he felt like it was Dante talking to like Kevin Smith yelling at himself for making this movie. 
But anyway, yeah, I guess uh, Sarah Century. I guess I fucked this up twice in a row now. Um, <laughs> but, today, uh, today or what? I don't know. I haven't heard from her yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I still, I don't know what happened. But uh, Jennifer, your life is interesting. Yeah, I. It's been too interesting. But like, I didn't realize how well-read Insider was. I just pitched her like this little person. Like literally, I answered like a Twitter. It was like, "Hey, we're looking for parenting or health pitches. Please like tweet me." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll do it." And so I did the one piece, and they were like, "All right, you're coming back for two more." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And like, I never. And then like my grandmother who only got a smartphone like this past fucking year looking through her news and seeing it <laughs> and like and then i get a text from her and she's like i'm so ashamed for you i hope you know there's a hell you've turned yourself into a whore this is because daniel's not a breadwinner you should have let him be the man of the house da, 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 da. well clearly she didn't read the article What's going on there you said you didn't believe in hell in it, so... Yeah, th- that's... She was mad that I don't believe in hell. She, she said she was just letting me know that hell is real. Oh, well... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Why does she think it's real? Everybody... Why would you want hell? someone to believe it? I don't, like... That yeah, sounds, why? It's <laughs> such a weird <laughs> belief. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. Like, I can get when Christians are like, I don't know about this sex stuff. Like, I get it, honestly. Like, I get it. You think that... Because whatever. I don't get like why people believe like, oh, well, if you don't believe in hell, you're not a real Christian. That's so weird. I don't even think Jews have the same concept of hell that Christians do, right? So like, <laughs> so like Jesus hypothetically probably didn't believe in, in that concept. And like it's because Catholics created hell from like Hades of Greek mythology, like combining it with like these this con it was like and there's like so many if you research it it becomes less clear. I think like most of the modern conception of hell is just from Dante, isn't it? Like yes, yeah, explanation of what that especially even for, is. Especially for especially for Catholics. I think it's neat that Catholics have so much control over like what what Christianity is, but I guess that's when you read a good book, I guess just like this. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're going to fucking model it after. And like I'm and I didn't invent Christian universalism and like people always think it's like this out outlier but i like looked it up because this girl because that was one of the questions the reviewer asked me she was like don't you believe hell is a core concept of christianity and i looked it up on pew research which is one of my favorite statistic church statistic sites religion statistic sites and they um they were like one third of christians don't believe in hell and i was like yeah. I don't. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm just part of the one third. Like, I didn't invent it. Sin- people centuries ago were talking about like, what is hell? W- is there a hell? Is it a metaphor? Da 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 da. I didn't. Four ten into Christianity, like it's like the worst one easily. I don't. I want to know a list of everybody going to hell, like specifically yes. everybody yes. going to hell. The one that I always ask people, because like. Because like my mom specifically came back to me and she was like, "Don't you think that Hitler's in hell?" And I was like, "Well, don't you think that the Jewish Holocaust victims are in hell?" Right. <laughs> I, do you think they deserve to be there if you think hell is real? <laughs> I had a um, I at, in college. Uh, I had a uh, professor um, who who was is an ex Black Panther, okay. and. Um, and it was it was for uh, um, African American art history, 
mm-hmm. topic of religion came up some for some reason and uh they were talking about hell and i remember him saying like well shit if hell's real i'm gonna throw i'm gonna overthrow that shit <laughs> i'm gonna go find god and overthrow him too for putting me there yeah i, mean, I want to go to heaven with all the white evangelical americans that i deal with now on a daily basis well i mean that's the uh this uh spaceman three lyric um at least i'll be in good company down there with all my friends yeah yeah heaven just has like potato salad with raisins in it and shit Heaven is a truck. That's yeah. Am I? Oh, and my grandma didn't even call it. She was like, she she got she's this she's real Appalachian. So like she goes, um, she I could imagine it in her voice. She was like, I want you to be with me in the hereafter. The hereafter. Yeah. Polyamorous with both with your both your husband and your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, why would you go to heaven if you couldn't fucking like? fuck a bunch of people like isn't that like the like what most people kind of want when they get to heaven i feel like that's what most people think like i i like i'll get to do i'll have all my earthly delights there and now um i and now like she's they had just like changed the will to where like my family is was gonna get most of her money and like i know for sure she's gonna go and change that or be like i don't want or like tell my dad like don't give any of this to jennifer and so i talked to my sister about it and i was like julie what are you gonna do if this happens she's like i'll pay for your kids to go to college don't worry oh that's sweet oh that's cool yeah yeah i was gonna say before then i don't know I was gonna say, do you think you could start a GoFundMe for I've just cut out my inheritance? Can some- that, one, that, that is the whitest. That is, that is the whitest <laughs> shit ever. Because most people are gonna get inheritance. I never counted on that money anyway. Like my grandparents changed their mind at the drop of a hat. Like they've changed their will like seven times. Yeah. And like they also have been like spending money like crazy before they die. Like they just keep doing real estate things and like nonsensical ones, not ones that make sense. Like they buy a house and then de- redecorate it and they've been redecorating their own house and like moving and just being like i don't know i guess you just get unsettled when you have that much money and you're horrible like nobody should have that much money and so like me not getting an inheritance is just a good communist thing anyway <laughs> street cred <laughs> i can't imagine like theoretically potentially getting a lot of money in the future anyway like how do you just live like, how do you live toward that? <laughs> you know, like, my- set traps for them, like, just all over the place. <laughs> and then my mom was mad. She was like, we like you. We like Ty. But do you have to write about this? She was like, look what it's look what it's causing. And I was like, mom, if I'm not getting anybody's inheritance money, people ask me to write these articles. And they're yeah. paying me money to do it. And all of those, and, and like every time I've tried to write like rev- book reviews or whatever shit, uh, doesn't get quite the amount of reviews. People aren't like emailing me like, "Hey Jen, we want to know like what your thoughts are about like I, you know it'd be cool like caught if people wanted to talk to me more about like politics or like what book or movie are you reading, Jen? Like shit like that. Nope. Yeah. People are like, can we do more polyamory articles? <laughs> So let me stop talking about this. Let me retire early with grandma's money. And, yeah, say, yeah. say, grandma, pay me if you don't want me to talk about it. I I might tell my mom <laughs> like that. what they I'll do for farmers when they like when they make like you yeah. can't have it both you can't have it both ways. You can't be like Jen, take away the the top source of your extracurricular writing income 
Um, and you're not going to get the inheritance money. Well, I guess that's a response that we should be offering to Republicans who are upset about woke culture is like, well, if you don't want to see a bunch of gay people in your culture, you just give them money and yep. then they won't have to get jobs writing about it. Yeah. Exactly. Or they can just fucking buy their own station or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, they already do that, but they also fail because they're they're all just stealing all the money from the coffers. So. Yeah, and there was like, and because me and my sister are the only two uh grandchildren like i was also supposed to get like all this like jewelry and like this weird doll collection and like i don't really like that stuff anyway i probably would have like given it away or like sold it and donated whatever i could to organizations that none of them would support so oh so who's all the so all the money that was going to you is just going to go to your sister instead i mean my parents i assume will spend it and then my i do and my dad has a brother too but he doesn't have any kids well, you're going to outlive well, that's, all yeah, no, that's not That doesn't sound too bad. I thought it was just yeah. going to go to like a cousin who probably hates you or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe nah. you should go to a church or something. But, I, my yeah. sister's had a shittier life than me overall and has been living in poorer conditions than me. She has like five, she, she has like five people, three dogs, a, like one is a baby and like working as a teacher while going to school her husband is like a part-time photographer artist and they have they're paying like they and then nashville rent went up so they're paying like two thousand dollars a month to live in a three-bedroom house oh fuck the baby sleeps with them still like i guess that's the other thing about inheritance is like I wish that she could get it now. Yeah, if you have all this money, just give it to the people while they need it because they're going to need it more when they're young probably. Grandma's kind of being a little bit unchristianly with her funds there. Oh, that (laughs) that was another thing that she told me. She goes, "Uh, your life is like Sodom and Gomorrah. And so I quoted this. Hold on, let me see if I still have it up. I sent her back at your grandma. (laughs) I did did it biblically. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Have and so I said, Bible? Motherfucker, have you read the Bible? <laughs> now, this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor and needy. Dang. That <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't, like, I, I didn't, I wasn't mean to her because this is my grandma, and it's not like I'm going to reason with this person. No, no. Like, yeah. and I'm not, like, even with my mom, I could send her verses and, like, articles, and she would read them. But my grandmother dropped out of high school at 15. She right. doesn't know anything. She just sits at home and watches TV in all day. She doesn't know shit. So, like, yeah. <laughs> what, there's no, I'm not, like, I'm not a player in my life anymore where I waste breath on on arguing with where'd people. She, where'd you get her money from? Oh, this is what I told you. She, um, so she, her husband, my grandfather died when I was like three. And she got remarried a few years later to this guy who uh, had an accountant, who was an accountant. And then they went and opened their own business for church accounting. Mm. Um, and... The they scammed story. small and I worked for them in college. I did data entry for tithe envelopes. It wasn't like a fun job. I was just paid minimum wage, but it was still nepotism. And like yeah. um they did like bookkeeping and like church finances are more complicated than like other kinds of finances. So it was like specialty and they scammed like mostly poor black churches into using their services. And um yeah, but they also like connected. Who was that guy? 
they just did Jim Baker, like yeah. sent my grandfather this sword once and he had it mounted on a wall. My step grandfather. <laughs> and Man, um, not, <laughs> they really stick they, together, don't they? And they paid all of their employees minimum wage, almost never raises. They offered no benefits until Obamacare passed. And then it was the worst ones. And then um, more than their paychecks. (laughs) Yeah, it was they they and they would like their and like the people that they hired were so fucking poor and like came and like I would see them. They would drive to work in their expensive car and like their their house was always just like exquisite. They just always and, you know, my grandmother likes to say like it's this double edged sword. My grandmother was always like, I worked my butt off because she did grow up in poverty in Appalachia and she like work didn't have a high school degree and she just worked hard and just did got a job. And married. Yeah. Yeah, that's that doesn't that, <laughs> and then she but she didn't get well. Yeah, but she didn't get rich until she got married to this other guy. So Right. Yeah. If she didn't work for it, she just won the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if there are any poor black churches that are listening that would like their money back, um, <laughs> Jennifer's grand grandmother's address is. Yeah. I. I mean, it's so easy to combat that greediness too, because like Jesus was. I mean, I'm not. I haven't read the Bible, but like I know the quotes about him flipping over the uh, the debtor's table, and about uh, the it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle, the head right. of a needle, than the. I have a, I have head. a big list that I that I save too. <laughs> Give it to all your grandmother. Bible verses. <laughs> this, is part, this is part one. Part one, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's ridiculous. Like if you like if you read like the the gospels and stuff, the number one people who are going to hell are rich people. Like that's like yeah, that's <laughs> public enemy number one in this shit. <laughs> what was the situation then? Was like the inequality that bad that like it had they focused this much on it? Um, in like what during the Roman Empire? Oh, that's right. Wait, that's when it takes place. I actually don't. I keep. I forget all this shit because I don't. It was the Romans who executed him, right? That's true. Yeah. So of course it was then. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's probably a, a pretty big uh, wage discrepancy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't. I, I don't. I rarely connect it. Honestly, that's the yeah. first time I ever actually vocalized that was during the Roman Empire. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Jennifer. What were you saying? Yeah. No. So people say, "Oh, what do you? What? What is that, Brandon? Is it just regular orange juice?" No, it's um leftover uh mango mimosa from my sister's engagement party. That sounds I, really good. Her publicly, I got. Congrats, Brandon's sister. Uh-huh. They just poured the champagne into the orange juice box. I don't know what they did. Uh, they actually it was actually in another thing, and they had to store it, so they put it back in the the jug, I guess. <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know. It's brunch time, so. I mean, like people talk about how like the Bible writers added a little bit of, and you know, nobody knows for sure what happened, but there was a lot of like drama leading up to Jesus's crucifixion written in the Bible, and that's part of just like the Jewish tradition of just like having like this background for stories and like, which is really common in a lot of ancient writing, but most people don't don't know that or don't care. Um, so, but. But, like, if you look at, like, historically that there's 
a real Jesus and that he was definitely crucified, that Roman emperors were like, oh, this guy's causing trouble in this Jewish community. We don't give a shit about. Sure, we'll kill him. We don't care. Like, <laughs> like, like it's any like it's any skin off the Roman Empire's back that like crucifying, just crucifying people every day. Who cares? Yeah. Like at the very least, he was like akin to like a really magnanimous uh, or like magnetizing union leader. <laughs> I remember there's a non-biblical uh, proof of Pontius Pilate, and I don't remember what it was. There was like emo band, wasn't an emo non- band. <laughs> Pontius Pilate. That'd be a, that's not a bad emo band name. I forgot that was a real person because it just sounds like a band name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pontius Pilots. Yeah, sorry, I I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jennifer. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember what I was saying anyway. I just remember I watched a lot about like what historical. Was the proof of, uh, like he was on historical record of. Oh, just that he existed. Like a lot of people, for instance, if you talk about King Herod in the Bible, there's no proof that there was like slaughtering of t- two-year-olds around the nativity story. Right. But just because there's not proof of something didn't mean it not happened. But also the the circumstances like. Also, yeah. like maybe, like it depends. Like, would somebody write down, like, "Oh, we're killing all newborn sons"? Probably somebody would write it down. I, I don't know. I think a lot of the like the actual, one of the actual conflicts, like the wars that happened in the Bible, are based on real, like, yeah, historical conflicts. Like, yeah, the, I don't think they're just like, pulling shit out of their ass and like every name is like fucking Frodo. I think, yeah. I, I think a lot of them are like are actual historical figures. Yeah, I think people are really bad at sussing out. There's like, um, I, what I really appreciate these days is that we're like past like angry atheist theology and we're into like chill agnostic. Oh, no, I fucking hope we're, so, man. I don't want to hear any more that Richard Dawkins fucking bullshit. Yeah, we're moving into like chill, like former Christian or agnostic theolo- theologian era, which means people are just like, here's what historically this meant and here's what it probably meant. And it's just like yeah. this more nuanced view. It's more like, fun anyway. Like, I, yeah. I studying it in those, in those terms, because regardless of whether or not heaven and hell exists, like religion has real effects and it has real, like, real like ties to history like it's it's a it's an actual driving social force i got blocked on reddit by um this guy who uh i he had said like like people were like what about other religions like what what do you think that anyone who's not a christian will go to hell and somebody was like yes and somebody said all other religions are are of the devil and it had this proof that was like anybody who has an angel that delivers a message um is is a line or whatever is like not the word of god anything that's contrary to this is not the word of god which is just a paul letter anyway no. so like isn't anyway. that how mary found out she was pregnant was an angel visit yes th- i i brought up that <laughs> and then, but they were meaning it like to saying like they specifically being like Mormons are wrong and Muslims are wrong because both of those had angels. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. But anyway, and I said, I said, um, okay, well, what about like before I was like, I wonder what, what about like Hinduism? Like people, that's the oldest religion in the world. I was like, you know that, right? You know that like Hinduism was like a functioning religion before there was even the concept of like a monotheistic God, much less named Yahweh. And then I like, they blocked me. I don't know. (laughs) Those people are fun. (laughs) Yeah. 
they're just like yeah it must be weird like actively trying to avoid uh just the most like basic argument against your bullshit (laughs) i it's a lot of it is i'll give the worst part is like people who do try to so seem uh smart about their theology on conservative side never Uh, evangelicals those are like uniformly dumb and like illiterate almost when it comes to like anything that happened in the past but like catholics and orthodox people like will make the craziest arguments to try to like justify the things they believe but most of them are just going on like what is it like classical education type shit do you know what i mean when i say that like like the concept like classical education just where they put like western philosophy above any kind of eastern philosophy and they're like well that religion wasn't civilized so it didn't count oh oh yeah. yeah. Racism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't actually know the difference between Western and Eastern philosophy, do they? Do they know like any crossover, like any of the similar concepts between them or anything? Or No, no, not at all. Uh, and like, I've actually studied a little bit of Eastern philosophy and I'm too stupid to get it. So I can't, and I have an open mind and like open heart. And I can't imagine that they know what it means either. And what Western philosophy, like, is there like an end point for Western philosophy? Is it like just a period? Is it like just the Greeks and the... The Greeks is when it starts. Maybe a little bit of like Egypt, but then like Egypt is bad from the Old Testament. So, okay. and like, and if you're a Christian, it's, if you're a Christian, uh, civilization begins with, um, I probably Moses taking the Jews out of egypt which there's absolutely no historical proof that ever happened well one fun and thing that's about, something that i think might be written down somewhere but maybe not one well actually on that point freud i think is his last book after he escaped nazi germany and everything uh was about the theory his theory i wish i don't know if this is just his theory but he wrote about the concept that there was more than one moses and they were just combined into one person in the bible and the torah so like it was it was like a bunch of people that spent like three years in the desert four years in the desert he's just like yeah, yeah. like i think he says one guy like killed moses and uh assumed his and identity the new moses yeah like highlight your moses i was it was undergrad i read some of it for my secular judaism course um but it was really interesting I, i've been wanting to buy it again actually because i want to read what it is again. he basing that off what what is he basing that that claim off of i don't know i i think it's partly the amount of time that passes because isn't that one one of those guys that like lives like 400 years or whatever <laughs> like oh uh, no but, like his, his life is very like is detailed from like birth to like he lives as a like the pharaoh's daughter's kid or whatever the fuck and um and then he like runs away and then he comes back and he's like he's totally changed yeah like it's his life was very episodic yeah, but that's one of the things that was like when he comes back, he says like that's a different guy. Like that's not the oh. same guy. <laughs> was it Rob? Was it you who was talking about like the story in the Bible where was it some American politician or like public figure or something who like somebody was talking about like the you know the parable of the lost son in the Bible where the the younger son goes out and parties and becomes prodigal some son? like yeah know. the prodigal son and um 
he comes back and what was it? And they, and so the father is overjoyed and gives a party for the prodigal son. And the older son is jealous who has been there the whole time. And somebody on the internet was like, Oh, we believe the older son should have an even more bigger party. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find this tweet. Isn't that sacrilege then? <laughs> can you just, I don't, that? can you just disagree with the Bible? Like like, that? The, the, the fans, changing the design for the 3d sonic movie like set a bad <laughs> now people will think that they can fucking go back and wreck on the bible <laughs> make it fair make it fair give the older give the other son who stayed give him a bigger party i denounce a god who would not give the older brother a nicer party yeah. <laughs> oh oh it was alex jones this is where i saw the <laughs> Zach, and speaking of, it's Alex Jones is like gonna get indicted to, or not? What is it? It is indicted, I think, or what he was already indicted. I don't know how the American criminal system works, but I think he's gonna get sentenced today. Oh, okay, right. But um, he goes. It was on Knowledge Fight. I think that's a podcast, and um, Alex Jones said the parable of the prodigal sons ends with the father assuring the older son he's going to throw a much bigger party for him. Okay. It's a great ending. <laughs> I Is Alex Jones, like, I don't remember him being so Christian, like, he's, 15 years ago. I don't think he is a... I don't think he even tries anymore. I think, like, he's probably the initial foray into, like, do you like the bad cultural aspects of Christianity, but you don't want to do, like, stupid, dumb shit, like, go to church and, like, and, like, be a Christian? I don't know. <laughs> um, populist about it. He just yeah he knows that that's his bread and butter, but he's right. I I wonder what he'll do like now when he has to owe all these money to Sandy Hook people, because because like he all he does is hawk supplements. I never realized because I only ever saw clips of Alex Jones and someone was like, watch a show. It's like 90% him doing info. Yeah, it's mostly, uh, yeah, it's mostly like a one of those paid programming things. It didn't used to be. It used to be more fun. If you take <laughs> if you take this supplement, your balls will get huge and fertile. I would I don't really want that. Did your kid just walk in? <laughs> yeah, he goes, ooh. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Alex Jones thing in recent years was when he posted that before and after photo, and the only difference was he was red in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, what was another Christian thing I was just thinking about? Oh, about one of the things I was learning about in secular Judaism, besides like the Freud thing, was uh, about a. We didn't like ever. We didn't actually like read any of these. It was just sort of touched upon, but it stuck with me because it was so funny to me um as a young atheist was um these uh like uh rat these stories by rabbis from around the time of when the bible was being written and everything and it, or at least it was catching on i guess i don't know whatever i i don't know anything about christianity but um and uh there were just stories about how like uh actually uh, Mary was raped by a Roman soldier and then just pretend to be a virgin. Uh, and another one that Jesus and um, who's the one who portrayed him? I, I'm forgetting. Judas. Judas. Willem Dafoe. 
Oh, oh, oh you said B train, not poor trade. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Judas said like him and Judas. There's like this one where they have like wizard powers and they get in like a flying battle against each other. That sounds dope. That yeah, sounds, right? that's the Christmas special that I want to see. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was actually kind of disappointed. My girlfriend uh, years ago, my one ex girlfriend years ago, was talking about how she wanted to make a short film or feature film based on um, the three Jesuses of something or other, where this guy uh, working in a mental institution with people that were paranoid schizophrenic got three people who believed they were Jesus Christ and put them in a room together Mm. and uh, just recorded how they responded to the situation. And uh, each of their response was, uh, those guys are crazy, but I'm <laughs> um, just trying to like outpiece each other. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, those guys are like fucking out of it though. Like, bless you, my clearly son. I'm Jesus. Bless you, my son. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks like some boring, cute indie movie got made about it with a uh, what's his name, the little guy from Game of Thrones and stuff. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, is he one of the Jesuses? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think, isn't there like a syndrome for that? Like when people, they like, when they take a pilgrimage or something, some people come back with uh, oh, like uh, Messiah syndrome or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, I think you're right. Yeah, what's, um Mark Marin named his book after it when he, or his one man show after he went to Israel. I think it's, is that what it was called? Yeah. Is it Israel? Is it is that where they get it? They just yeah. they they go there and they just become megalomaniacs because it's fucking <laughs> Yeah. I I'm actually fuck. I'm I the god of everything. I wish I could remember better what actually it is. These families. Uh Jerusalem syndrome. Jerusalem syndrome, that's right. So Jerusalem syndrome is a group of mental phenomena. Uh, involving the uh, presence of religi- religiously themed obsessive ideas, delusions, or other psychosis-like experience that are triggered by a visit to the city of Jerusalem. It is not endemic to one single religion or denomination, but has affected Jews, Christians, and Muslims of many different bra- backgrounds. It is not listed as a recognized condition. <laughs> um, Some people just think they're assholes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, is this like Havana syndrome? I mean, well, that's maybe not real. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a picture of a guy who's dressed kind of like Jesus, sitting on the ground in front of a scroll, and it says, okay. Man who "Claims to be Messiah in Tel Aviv, 2010." That's not right. Jerusalem. Uh, Okay, so the best known, although not the most prevalent manifestation of Jerusalem syndrome is the phenomenon whereby a person who seems previously balanced and devoid of any signs of psychopathology becomes psychotic after arriving in Jerusalem. The psychosis is characterized by an intense religious theme and typically resolves a full recovery after a few weeks of being, or after being removed from the area. The religious focus of Jerusalem syndrome distinguishes it from other phenomena such as Stendhal syndrome in Florence or Paris syndrome in Paris. Paris syndrome? What's Stendhal syndrome? Like you, you go to Paris and you like, you just think you're a chain smoking snob. Right. Oh, Stenholm syndrome. I thought this was a real thing. 
It says it's a psychosomatic condition involving rapid heartbeat, fainting, and confusion, and even hallucinations allegedly occurring when individuals become exposed to object, artwork, or phenomena of great beauty and antiquity. I thought that was like a real thing. Like there was some sort of actual ability to have sensory overload and everything. I Is that sensory overload? It was just when something's so beautiful, <laughs> like you, you don't know how to act anymore. Yeah, I mean, what's like fucking like, Red Hot Riding Hood with like the eyes popping out of your head. <laughs> right. Well, didn't didn't that happen to uh, Michelangelo when he finished the Sistine Chapel? Like he he looked at it and he passed out. I mean, it could have been overworked. That was pretty big. Elevation, <laughs> elevation changes. I don't know. Yeah, could have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is he? Like, how is he taken by surprise with that shit? He's been working on that motherfucker for like weeks we never get so lost in the weeds of something you're making just like focusing on the minute details of it that you lose scope of the bigger thing sure but re-getting the scope doesn't make me pass out well yeah i mean nothing i've made has been that good i guess so no no (laughs) but even so i i I would i would be like oh wow that's good i remember that (laughs) (laughs) um i'm curious about the article still though jennifer uh yeah go what uh do you have your third topic already yeah it's um a a milder one like other people get mad so like it came in waves like the first article i did was on polyamory and parenting and and strangers were the angriest about that one um they they're just like oh like your like your kids are going to be damaged da, 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 da. and it's like 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 even my mom last night was like look your boys are really happy so i know you're doing something right like compliment to me because like yeah. you can't well, be I mean, like, like she actually knows you in your family yeah so like i'm just like okay like you can think that and i'm sure there's some p- people in polyamorous relationships who are really bad about it like so <laughs> But then I mean, this we're one talking about parenting with Christians. It's, that's pretty, poly- pretty hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. And then the polyamory Christianity one, and that upset my family the most. I don't know why, because I've written variations of that for my own blog in other articles, like so many times. Is it just because they're like they actually have to like they're confronted with it now? Because, because yeah, because my grandmother found it. If my grandmother hadn't found it, they wouldn't have given a shit. Oh, okay. Why did your but grandmother like, click on it? What did you have your bio? Because my picture, my picture is the main photo. Oh, your picture. Oh. Are you I didn't even send I, oh, like, I don't even like Does your grandmother people. call you Jennifer C. Martin? <laughs> I know. If it had just said Jennifer Martin, I bet she wouldn't have read it. Like yeah. I don't it because it's too it doesn't even say Jennifer C. Martin I didn't say yeah. her. Oh, this heathen has the same name as my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. Wait, she actually read it. It didn't even occur to me. She read that's right, because she mentioned the how thing. So she read the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting to me. She, then, she took the time to read it and was still like, No, I hate my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So uh, in- and I kept I kept saying like I love you no matter what and I never got that back. So But she read it. So like there must be some part of her that like that sympathizes somehow. I like, think the root it? of it for her and what I read into it was her deep abiding fear that I'm going to hell. I think that is a hundred percent it. I think that is it with my mom. And it makes me really think about how strong this this particular evangelical Christian 
theology is on how people are so afraid for their kids. Like, and I, and it's also something you can't argue with. I can't be, I can't be. But like, I I feel like those people are like way more like on the track to hell than like, yeah. I feel like it's fairly easy to like, like, I mean, yeah, it's hard to reason with these people for sure. But like, it is i think it is easier to appeal to be like i'm actually worried about your fucking soul like like do you remember how you lived your life like that's she's really unhappy so like and i said like you're really un. and i asked her i was like are you really happy because like i am and she just didn't respond she just kept like focusing on me and like well so if she's worried about you why is she cutting you off Oh, I, I mean, she didn't, she actually didn't say that. She just said, don't ever contact me again. And I assumed, I assumed okay. that Well, that they didn't, even that. And my like, dad and my dad have, and my mom heavily hinted at it to me. Well, I and just like, if she's upset and she's afraid for you, why is she mad at you instead of just actually feeling bad for oh, you and feeling like she can still... There was something she said that I think also touches on it, which was like, she's, she's like, I hope nobody connects your me to you. Like versus she's, so em- she's embarrassed. Yeah. She's embarrassed. And she bullshit. was like, and she's like, you don't have respect for your family. And I was like, I wouldn't be fucking like talking to you people if I didn't have respect for my family. I mean, it's not like she doesn't have respect for her family. <laughs> yeah. she no, And you know what? She's never, she's always been one of these people who's just like, never reached out to me like i had two grandmothers they both lived in cleveland in my cleveland my hometown growing up and my one grandmother was extremely hands-on probably the most influential person in my life ever just like very like invested in me very always taking effort to be be like a really really almost almost to the point of annoyance like be hugely (laughs) part of my life grandmother and then she just like didn't really like pursue a real relationship and i don't think she has with anybody and i just think like you know you have this deep-seated trauma from like growing up poverty being beaten by your parents uh then getting beaten by your husband and like like i don't know i don't think it excuses it do you think there's like a some type of correlation between like this and like and like and and the like like i guess how she like how she kind of how she's like treating you right now like in like such a punitive manner and like actually believe like centering your religious belief on the punitive manner of hell like is yes. that like yeah is that how I, is that how like par- like you know parents who like really really believe in hell do like is that how they feel like they need to interact with their kids there it's divided it's divided in the christian community and um you know, a lot of people are coming around these days to being more accepting, especially of like their gay and trans kids and stuff. Like, for instance, I also have a trans cousin and I assume my un- aunt and uncle are still pretty conservative. But I know that they have also accepted him and like been in the family because I guess people have watched people have watched kids kill themselves and like lose their families completely. And I think a lot of people believe you know, like at the core, I like to believe that a lot of people value love more than ideology, but not everybody does. Right. There are some but people, like, but even in that sense, um, like yeah. what, even like how they, how they define love. If like if their whole like 
they're if, if their whole like center of like moral and ethical center is based on like a religious belief that like that incorporates this kind of divine punishment like do they consider like being able to punish their like their loved ones is that like a virtue is like hmm. it, like do you like are you you know like, or do you get straight yeah. to endure punishment are you saying like they deserve it brandon like that's the concept yeah well, do they deserve it no like they i'm saying to go to hell no 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 what i'm saying is like if if they believe that divine punishment is like is like if that's like something that they hold dear as part of their like their the fundamentals of their religious background and their upbringing like how do they see punishment do they see even see it as malice? Do they see it as a form of love? Is it something that is justified because of there is no way that my religion? grandmother thinks this is a form of love, and she wouldn't say that if my like she is just pissed and she wants to punish me because she is pissed, and I think that just like this view of God, like I kept mentioning, like God loves everybody, like just trying to be really like basic concepts of what I thought were basic concepts of Christianity that like even my parents believe. And like, she didn't care. She only cared like you're a sinner. This is a sin. You're lost. This is bad. And you can't be around me now. Is you're that not- something like part of like, you know, if, does she feel like godly to be in a position of judgment like that? Um, seems to revel in the punishment of like you know quite yeah i almost wonder if it's like this sort of like cultural christian identity among like white evangelicals even more because something interesting to note is that my grandmother hasn't gone to like real church in decades she only watches like she worked at a church accounting and then she did like CBN. I don't even know if they ever went to. I don't know if she ever went to church regularly since she like got married and had kids. She was always like saying, "Oh, I have to work." And then she wasn't working anymore, and she was just like, "Oh, well, uh, you know, I I sleep in." That's what she would say. And so, like, her only exposure to like Christianity is TBN and just I guess like memories and politics of what it means to be a Christian in America and like. Like she was a big Trump supporter. She called me, never cared about politics until Trump ran and then called me and was like, I want you to, who did I was, I, she had heard that I'd liked Bernie Sanders. So she's like, I want you to know that you need to vote for Donald Trump. Bernie Sanders will ruin America. And I was like, all right, thanks grandma. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still caught up on her reading the article. Like I'm wondering what she gets out of reading it. She sounds like a, she, yeah, like a very unhappy and like un, like a bitter person. She is. I can see like that's this is the type of people that hate read shit. Yeah, that like she, that like that revel in having reasons to. I can't imagine hate reading something from a family member though. Like I just actively <laughs> or for my or mom. My mom doesn't read anything I write about polyamory. So that's, like, I mean, I don't. That's healthy, right? Yeah, I it's think healthier. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to read. Like, yeah, my dad still sends emails sometimes, I think. Or I, I saw like, some block voicemails. Like, I'm not listening to them because I'm not going to hate. Like, I don't want to be mad. <laughs> like, What's it like to be, um, since I'm going to be in the position, though it's not quite the same. I think parent is a big difference from grandparent. What is it like to be disconnected from your family in that way? 
it's weird i mean because it's sort of like a phantom limb while they're alive um just know it just like how formative i mean like, it sounds like your grandmother wasn't that involved so it wasn't that formative i guess so yeah she- it's it's hurtful in the sense that she's my dad is super close to her and likes her and admires her a lot i think it's a trauma bonding that they went through so oh, they've okay. always been really close um and so it's more hurtful to me in that sense and then it's sort of just like this humorous condition of just like probably not getting this sump of money that i would have gotten otherwise yeah i mean for me it's humorous a lot of times like just talking about like all the asshole things my dad has done to people um like i have friends that like to joke about it or like they'll hear about something else it's like yeah that sounds like your dad (laughs) like um and uh i mean mostly it's just an anxiety thing though of like there's always that internal pressure to reach back out, but knowing that that's bad for you and, and worse, knowing it's bad for the people in your life. Uh, it's especially when it's somebody who's so like vindictive and controlling um, and intent on like control, not being controlling about like people outside of you, but like my, my partner's, the times the ones i have while i was still in contact with them like and just knowing what that put them through uh and knowing like how like probing he is like and that i could try and keep them separate as much as possible but like something is going to come through that's ultimately i mean something's going to come through that's going to upset me enough to upset them anyway um <laughs> it's not like fun and i bet it's not gonna be fun for you either now knowing about your dad too like it's tough not having a family member just like that's just when you're just raising people and it's just like like no for mental health like this can't work anymore (laughs) i know and i think the first big hurdles is like she is 79 i think i don't know how old he is but I'm probably not going to be welcome at either of their funerals. And like, yeah, and I, I think is, is my absence going to be worse than my being there? And I think that probably they wouldn't want me there. Um, and like, I'll just take what my dad's cue is really. Yeah. I, so, mean, yeah, I mean, you're lucky, I guess, in that you have prepared for the worst so many times. <laughs> And this is fortunately the worst has come. This is the worst yeah. that has come so far. Um, I I have been very happy hearing from you over the years during this process. To like, cause I know like how scared you were about coming out about different things to them. And uh, your parents' acceptance has been incredible, though. I mean, even if yeah. they're reading your articles and like they can't handle all of it, the fact that they just are like not just harassing you yeah <laughs> my mom was like why can't it just be the three of you because she saw that i had mentioned anthony oh, no. somewhere yeah That's she was great. like why can't it just be ty and daniel and i'm like sorry mom i it, if it, i was like and i was like if he makes you feel better he lives in los angeles and like is why as well fucking Sodom and yeah <laughs> how did that make you feel that she was accepting like that she I, i'm curious how does that make you feel when she says something like that where it's like i'm okay with this it's just the the more is yeah she 
she i mean it's just this idea and it's not just in christianity that sex is less sacred if you have it with more people and that's what she asked me she kept telling talking to me about she she said something about the sacredness of sex is sex sacred and like you know i was like okay like i just what can you what kind of concept do you have and i was like I, i was like i don't think my sex is less sacred because it's not monogamous but also you know I also don't know that sex has to be sacred in the sense that you think it's sacred. I'm not a super huge into hookup culture kind of person regardless, but that's just me. I don't think like people are wrong if they're just hooking up all the time. So how does it feel to, to like talk to your mom about that too? Cause like, I can't imagine telling my mom about my mom uh, told me about her sex life so many times. Oh my gosh. And I don't want to, I don't talk to my kids about mine. I just assume. Yeah. But I mean, how does it feel to talk to your mom like on that level, like that deep into the Christianity that like it's going into these sort of weird areas, generally taboo subjects for. It's not unusual. My this is how I was raised. And it's probably why I'm so comfortable talking about it now is that people I would ask my parents really probing questions and they would answer them. And like and especially if it was like intangible things like spiritual, theological political concepts and it's usually things i wouldn't agree with today but like i just you know they would always be having these like really deep discussions um almost like to the point that it it's very strange for ty and daniel because (laughs) their parents would never send them texts like that their parents just pretend it's not happening and are just nice to us that's it like and so it doesn't like it blows their minds that my mom will actually send me questions about like, well, what about this? Do you, do you think the word of God is unwavering? And I'm like, I don't know how to ex- explain to you the historical reading of the Bible when this is how you view the Bible already. But OK, do you enjoy these discussions, though? Because they do sound interesting. Actually, I, I actually enjoy them. They're not is and to the until it gets to the point of insulting which it usually does where like i'm like where like my mom just drops the pretense and she was like i and i was like i don't think like my family is dirty and i don't think i have to be ashamed so i'm gonna keep writing about this stuff and she's like i don't think you're dirty jennifer i think you just crave attention (laughs) (laughs) and then it's and then it's you know not about the religious when it ceases to be about the religious concept, then I'm like, okay, thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are hilarious. Both my parents are the funniest fucking people on earth. That is what makes it hard for people for me to like really hate them. So like, like they're so funny. Yeah. Um, have I told you the story when uh, I was 17? I my dad had this plate. And I, first of all, I made all of my high school friends come to a tea party at my house, which is such fucking like precious bullshit that I did in high school and probably still do today. I would love and to do that today. I mean, not in high school, maybe, but today I would love to do that. You can oh come my. to my house for a tea that you can come to my house for a tea party. I have like nice China. I inherited a lot of it. How long did it take you to drive from my place to yours, though? It was six hours, but you should take the train. It was it was six hours when it would have been four hours if I'd done it in the middle of the night. So oh, you should God. take the train, and it's a lot easier. Well, yeah. If and if you ever come to Philly, if we can go down and get tea at Jennifer's. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll bring some cucumber sandwiches. 
<laughs> yeah, no. And anyway, I broke this plate and my dad was upset, but I was more upset that my dad was upset. I was like super emotional over it. And I was like, you're, in-. I was like, cause I was like, my dad's embarrassing me in front of my friends. I don't know what's wrong with my camera. Um, and then, and then my dad goes, and so I was just like sitting there being in a bad mood. And my dad goes, okay, mopey dick. And my boyfriend <laughs> fucking burst out laughing he <laughs> called me my boyfriend my high school boyfriend called me that for like the rest of the year <laughs> they say that in verbal enthusiasm yeah <laughs> like, they took that from your dad <laughs> moby dick <laughs> the fuck's moby dick his dick is mopey brandon are things all good with your family you don't have to talk about it you're really private sorry i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. it's okay all right, well, he has a good place to end the recording. Yeah. I walked with Jesus and he would say, Oh, you poor child, you ain't coming to me no way. You found heaven on earth, gonna burn for your sin. But I think I've been good company down there with all my friends. Thanks for